and welcome back to the new art podcast episode 21 see it's so exciting isn't it when i remember the number <laughs> you've been shouting at me all the past 19 20 episodes when i haven't got it right been right in front of you i couldn't hear you i've heard you now i've got it right i've started writing it down <laughs> everything's right with the world isn't it staff absolutely it's not for Saf. He was just telling me that his house is flooding his water system's broken so. but I, I like how he always agrees with me it's so nice so nice well today we are talking about bats which are something which is very wrong with the world i'm sure Saf will agree with me there won't you Saf? you know bats are learned they should not only come onto the ark they should get a vip ticket onto the ark that's how <laughs> that's how kind Ooh. of gung-ho i'm feeling is it well before we get to how you're feeling so gung-ho and batch get a vip ticket we do have some results to announce so if you remember last time pandas passed with flying colors mm -hmm. after pandas came frogs how do you think frogs did i think they made it you think they made it i think that they could yet make it. They do. Okay. So okay. they will be revisited in our next instalment of the Royal Rumble. So they could make it, but they're not going to unless I defend them. More, more on that to come. And I'm sure more of your stunning psychological, moral, social revelations bombshells <laughs> like the ones you dropped in the frogs episode I'm, st I'm still reeling from that is good and bad really a thing what's up and down is what's the point of life god but i, I do still have to argue how bad bats are so um, i mean basically that they are just ugly birds aren't they Seth? Bats, ugly birds. I mean, they did cause COVID, so th th there's a limit how much slack you can give them. Well, let's start ah. off by saying they did not hmm. cause COVID in any way, yes, shape, did. or form. Um, Definitely. No matter how you skid it, um, the, the blame <laughs> lies at the feet of humans. Whether it's a nutter eating a bat or whether it's another nutter doing gain-of-function research on bats either way it's humans not the bats fault the bats the victim and somehow some way they've been painted in a bad light and so you know they have a pr problem but it is not an accurate reflection of the fantastic animal that is the bat it i mean it is kind of their fault isn't it if you think about it because i mean most animals in nature if they're poisonous 
they taste bad. If they're going to kill you, they taste bad. Bats? I mean, by all accounts, they actually taste really good. Bat soup's delicacy. Five stars. Universally loved by those who've tried it. So, I mean, if they are going to basically fail at the evolutionary game, if they're going to go out there and taste so bloody great, it's completely their fault when we eat them and get COVID. I mean, I'm just saying, isn't it? It isn't, because apparently, you know, shark fin soup tastes great. Uh, people I know for a fact in places like Thailand, they drink like snake blood um yeah. and, and, and also, that's the snakes and the sharks fault it's oh, absolutely not the fault <laughs> lies at the human that's not able to discern um and just kind of freaking tries to eat everything like have some control people eat a carrot <laughs> eat a carrot Brilliant life advice from Seth. That's a waste. I, I'm going to frame that. Hang it up on the wall. Eat a carrot. Yeah. All your problems will be solved. Well, for a start, but... we won't have crazy problems. Mm -hmm. We will only have regular problems. But you don't need to eat bats for them to give us deadly diseases. I, I, I mean, bats famously carry more viruses dangerous to humans than any other creatures one of them they, they carry rabies which i as a wildlife rescuer am very aware of you're not allowed to go anywhere near bats without getting your shots so it doesn't kill you this is a unique strain very 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 dangerous bad for you don't go anywhere near bats don't invite them on your luxury cruise to another planet <laughs> and, and, uh, unless you've got some brilliant master scheme to eradicate all viruses henceforth and i mean south if you do have such a master scheme i would love to hear it so which well, one is it well well it's it's the latter i'm sure the good folks good. over at over at pfizer and uh, and friends are already on it. it it feels like that seems to be the new trend to just eliminate all viruses through vaccination so you know it's only a matter of time when we when we get the old uh, global vaccination on everything program um and then we'll be fine so you know by the time you come aboard the ark bats could go to town on you and you'll be absolutely fine um also you know we talk about rabies, and I was aware of that pre-research even, one of my few bat facts that I actually knew about the rabies thing. But having said that, like, I don't know of anybody, even through, like, indirect um, kind of news, that's ever gotten rabies from a bat. But, I, but from dogs, yeah, way more. So... You know, you're not really getting rabies from bats at scale. Uh, you know, you're probably getting it more from dogs. So... so... So let's just unpack that wild statement of yours. Mm -hmm. How many people, Saf, do you know who keep bats as pets? 
who no. take them out for walks in the park, who, who call them Spot or, or Roger or Pluto. No, no, no. Yeah. Okay. How many people do you know who keep dogs? More than none, I'd be willing to bet. Yeah. Yeah. But, but because quite a few people keep dogs, which means they're infinitely more likely to be bitten by those dogs, which they're around with 24-7 all day, taking for walks in the park, calling ridiculous names like Pluto or Spot, which honestly kind of mean they deserve to be bitten. So... so <laughs> right, 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 right. Let me let me stop you right, right there because I, 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 I uh, the 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 line of argument makes sense on the surface. On the surface, I can see what you're doing there, and it makes sense. But this is a scientific podcast, so let's get under the hood. All right. I have just googled a couple of things, and I'm happy to share Ooh. this information with you very quickly from the WHO. So, first things first, bats. Only 35 infected bats have been found in more than 15,000 tests since 1986. So the risk of catching rabies from a bat is very low. That's the first one. The second one is about dogs. Yes, WHO. Dogs are the main source of human rabies deaths. Contributing up to, have a guess as the percentages of all rabies transmissions to humans. Have a guess, a wild guess. That's 102%. of all. See, that's nothing. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I I, I like where you went with with the analogy. Hmm of people within you know people i come into contact with them that's a you know good point but uh data's data dogs are much more of a threat to humans <laughs> than bats when it comes to rabies uh, i think after that damning rebuttal i might just have to take rabies off the cards still gonna blame them for covid But another global catastrophe, which I will be adding to that list, is global nuclearization. So the proliferation of nuclear arsenals is entirely the fault of bats. (laughs) Let me explain. Think back to 1943. We're in World War II. Mm -hmm. The US is joining the, the fray and they are developing a, a weapon using bats. How mm-hmm. this works, basically principle that lots of tiny bombs can be a lot nastier than one very big bomb. This, this is their hypothesis. Mm-hmm. Lots of tiny bombs, of course, being lots of tiny bats. And those lots of tiny bats carrying napalm strapped to their wings basically forming a distributed incendiary bomb. So the bats target, uh, say, a Japanese hangar base. They all fly in, they all roost, they all blow up. Sounds great in principle, doesn't it? Didn't work. The bats were bloody useless. So, I mean, unlike pigeons, they couldn't even be branded war criminals because they were so bad at it 
they couldn't get this to work. You know what happened a year later? The US Army dropped the BAT project and they picked up the nuclear bomb. Ergo, it is entirely the fault of BATs that we have nuclear arsenals worldwide and we will be just on the outset of world war three i mean heck by the time this podcast comes out we're probably going to be in world war three putting it out there so if we are blame bats new slogan blame bats i prefer the slogan eat a carrot um but <laughs> here's the thing i think we need to stop as a theme of the New York podcast. We are friends to the animals. We are, you know, um, <laughs> yeah, I, we yeah. need to stop blaming innocent animals for human behavior, negative mm -hmm. human behavior. So in this instance, we abuse the bats against their will to testify failed or kind of weak hypothesis and then we just moved on to the next thing and so you know the bats had literally nothing to do with it they were we we, we committed genocide on bats in 1943 that is what happened um and nobody even talks about it you you brought it up at least you're giving it some airtime um you know maybe we can hold a candlelit vigil but nobody else gives it any airtime you know there was bat genocide in 1943 by the americans that's why nobody talks about it because it's right history they buried it uh, like you know, the moon landing like, like everything <laughs> you know, uh, everything, JFK, you, know, you name it, hmm. uh, they buried it. And, um, you know, we, you know, thanks to you, you've kind of, you know, you've used your investigative skills to bring it to the surface. So, you know, it's one more thing that we can look back on and repent and, uh, okay. Well, if you think humans, if you think humans are responsible for bat genocide, let me just turn the tables. So you know what bat poop, bat guano, is used for? It's used to make gunpowder. So bats not only failed war criminals, thereby causing nuclearization, nuclear arsenals, proliferation, and the end of the world, they are also arms traffickers because literally they shit gunpowder, thereby contributing to the rise of global wars in the first place. I mean, if it's not enough just to cause World War Three, they've basically allowed war on a global scale through guns, which are basically one of the worst inventions ever. Gotta say, it was a lot better just with swords and machetes and shields and maces, especially maces. But, uh, I mean, bats ruin that. They ruin the art of warfare. They ruin chivalry. Stuff that. Uh, and uh, they've ruined global warfare, effectively, as arms traffickers, or, or mules, at least. What do you have to say to that? Well, I'll give you one of my favourite quotes. 
Guns don't kill people. People kill people. Well, well, guns also kill people. I do have they, to say. They, they don't, because they don't shoot themselves. And definitely... They do now. You get self-targeting <laughs> rifles. Well, yeah, but there's a person that's programmed it or is controlling it. And mm. certainly gunpowder does not kill people. I'm talking about bat guano. Did you know... You must have known that it's also a very effective fertilizer and it's taken from the source for free. Now, uh, we also, we are very scientific on this podcast, but we are also very, not economical, we're also economists on this podcast. Um, so, yeah. just to give you some stats, um, and I'm sure this will blow your socks off, um, because of their role in pest control, bats, it's been shown that the loss of bats would cost $3.7 billion a year in agricultural losses in North America alone. Now, this is where we're going into bat guano that you brought up. Um, it's a super effective fertilizer. It's taken from the source for free. And because of this, it's used quite often in lower-income countries. And it's also quite popular with organic gardeners as well. So the loss of bats will have really far-reaching consequences to food security worldwide. Therefore, no bats, no food, no humans. And there we go. Mm. If I were wearing socks, I'm sure they would have been blown <laughs> off by that. A amazing fact bomb. Very, very strong form. But I, I mean, you know, bats, they, they used to pollinate wild bananas. So they originated bananas, essentially. But mm -hmm. they don't anymore because we've moved beyond that. Nowadays, all bananas are basically clones. They're all infertile. They don't need anyone to pollinate them because we've gone ahead. We've used our science, which you keep on espousing, and we've we've gone further. We don't need bats. We can push ahead, make more resilient plants, or just not bring the bloody pests in the first place. <laughs> Stop advocating for these animals which are eating our crops. Stop advocating for ants. Then we don't need bats to go and eat them. This is the whole point of the, was it the woman and the fly? No idea how it went, but I'm sure there's a bat involved somewhere. <laughs> this whole system works. You don't bring the pests, you don't need the bats. You use science, you make bananas without bloody bats. Same for tequila. What's the uh, point uh, of bats? Uh, uh is going to be organic, mate. None of this GMO crap. It's going to be organic. So here's another little fact for you about the integral role that bats play. Now, there are more than 500 plants that rely on bats to pollinate their flowers. But these include, you mentioned the banana, mango, cocoa, agave, guava, Durian. Smells horrible, tastes great. Whereas bees 
are attracted to bright flowers. Plants pollinated by bats have pale nocturnal flowers. So you know how everybody loves the bees, save the bees? Bats are like the bees' twin for the yin-yang. The bat bees' job in the evenings. Thusly, without bats, it would be difficult to replace these plants' pollinators. Say goodbye to tequila, chocolate, and your favorite smoothie. Now, Earth 2.0 needs chocolate, needs smoothies. Not sure about tequila, but I'm sure that'll sway some of the vote. So we'll leave it in there. So, you know, organic fruit and veg and chocolate. We need the bees, dude. And the bats. Bees and the bats. Maybe not the birds, but I'm not sure we'll get there. <laughs> but, but, I mean, GM aside, which could easily replace all of those chocolate smoothies, whatever you're having. I mean, there are 1,200 species of bats. You said they pollinate 500 species of plants. So, so what you're actually telling me there is that bats are really bloody lazy. Because, basically, you need two bat species, more than two bat species, to pollinate one plant. It's, it's, it's like the nature's version of how many men does it take to change a light bulb. So, it's, 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 they're remarkably lazy if that's all they're pollinating. Let so, me explain. Let me explain. Okay. So you Please. said very clearly, so we're, we're doing some maths, some public maths. So you said, mm. the, you know, over a thousand species of bats and there's 500 uh, plants that, that they pollinate. Now, this is because while some bats eat fruit, others eat insects. And bats can eat up to 1,200 mosquitoes an hour. Okay, that in itself is phenomenal. Um, they consume their body weight. Can I just weight. check? Are you saying that mosquitoes are evil there? That they deserve to be eaten? Just, just for future reference, can I? No, mosquitoes have their own, you know, have their own reason for being. But <laughs> as an ally to humans, bats work tirelessly right not being lazy work tirelessly around the clock to consume their body weight in insects every night helping keep bug populations in check i'm sure a lot of the listeners would really really appreciate that it's an incredible help to farmers who'd surely lose their crops to pests if it weren't for the bats keeping their numbers in check so again going back to our food and for everyone Bats control the mosquito populations that serve as vectors for diseases like Zika and West Nile. You know, so that so, so they are basically effective. Bats are our vaccines. Bats are like the <laughs> bats equals vaccines. And one last thing: there's a species of bats called the pallid bats who eat scorpions. So, so, I'm so blown away by bats. I, I mean, if bats, if, if bats were our vaccines, I think I'd be on the side of the anti-vaxxers. 
because what you're saying is these vaccines stop you or help to stop you from lessening the chance of catching certain diseases whilst greatly increasing the chance of catching other nastier diseases like rabies or covid or whatever else bats carry all those nasty viruses more than any other species of mammal that this isn't the point of vaccines it's not a lottery you're not saying i don't want that disease so give me this one instead it's not tit for tat you're meant to be avoiding all diseases this is the point of healthcare. <laughs> i'm not quite sure how you can espouse that but on the subject of what bats are eating i can tell you what some bats are yeah. eating and i'm sure you've heard of the vampire bats and i'm sure you know what the vampire bats are eating they are drinking your blood need i say more only mammal to subsist entirely off blood they don't drink your blood for two consecutive days they die and i mean the the the, the vampires just evil incarnate in human folklore superstition mythology we've attributed that name to bats they've fully taken it on board they've decided i'm gonna go out i'm gonna be a vampire i'm gonna drink your blood so i mean they've fully merited that name we get ghost bats as well they're going haunting people, poltergeists, <laughs> doing nasty things. There, there's no other creature which attracts these labels. I mean, you get vampire squids. I don't think you get ghost squids, you might. But squids aren't great creatures either. So squids and bats deserve to go down. Hmm. Well, h- have you... Do you know of anybody that's ever had their blood sucked by a vampire bat? I do. Pablo. Good friend. <laughs> <laughs> Prove me wrong. I, I don't believe you, dude. Right. Right. Um, here's another little factoid for you. One in five mammals on this planet is a bat. See, they're taking over the world already. To, it's a bat fucking apocalypse. To this lose is bats, gonna be bat megadon. To lose bats would be to lose twenty percent of the global mammal population. Good. We haven't you heard of overpopulation, Saf? That this is how we fix it. We've found the cure. Earth's depleting resources no longer. Just kill the bats. Kill the bats. Everything goes away. We don't get COVID. We don't get overpopulation. We don't get kids starving on the streets, Sav. This, this is this the is, cure. This, this is the short-sightedness that we need to be wary of because there are second and third order problems and one little problem, which, you know, is pretty, uh, pretty, uh, planetary. Rainforests. Is that important? No, don't think so. <laughs> right, well. I mean, I'm in the Congo. 
they're, they're, they're not that impressive. They are pretty important. Um, but, well, let me rephrase. More than 50% of old world rainforest maintained by bats. So, population may be a thing, and we may want to get rid of some people or some uh, some creatures, right? But me, bats ain't it. If it's not the bats, not the bees, just to be safe, keep away from the bee animals beginning with B, and uh, we're going to look elsewhere because that's a lot. And if we lose our own mm. world rainforests, we're screwed. So, yeah. Well, aside from your extremely dodgy fact about rainforests, I can tell you something else that no, bats not dodgy. create. This, is, this, is, this is from the EcoHealth Alliance. Yeah, they, they made that up. But, <laughs> but apart from that, <laughs> but apart from that, at least it wasn't from WeLoveBats.org, so... I'll give you partial credit for that. Apart from that, I will tell you something bats create, and that's congestion. They create traffic, famously. So, I will quote you the example of the Mexican free-tailed bats. They live in roost colonies up to 50 million. That's million with an M. It's, it's, it's a lot. It's is a is lot. that it? I, th I thought it was billion with a B, but is it only 50 million with it's, an M? It's million with a T, so that, that's a lot. That's a lot, is what I'm trying to say. These bats attract, in turn, over 100,000 tourists to Texas, creating even more congestion. So if you were talking about them controlling insect populations, they do the opposite of humans. They just gather us all in a clump so that they can spread deadly diseases through our ranks and take over the world. But apart from that, they, they live in these roosts up to 50 million with a T. And uh, I mean, this is ridiculous overpopulation, overcrowding. They're, they're, I mean, I'm sure you know, they're the second most successful mammalian order after rodents. We all know how Un, unnaturally, unhelpfully successful rodents are, pests. So, so bats are, are rats with wings, apart from just being ugly birds. In these roosts, you get 1,500 babies per square foot, which I, I think anyone with children will agree is a parent's nightmare. If, if you just think about that, 1,500 babies per square foot. Hold on, hold on, hold on. See, this is this is fake news. This is what Donald Trump was talking about. So that statement there, that statement there, alludes to the fact that bats are nymphomaniacs and have lots and lots of children and overpopulated. That, that, that part's coming. I'll get no, to that. No, Seth. Right, but but let me let me let me sh drop some facts for you. Because this is um, this is scientific. I've gotten scientific today. So two things. Oh. One's a fun factoid for you. 
Baby bats are called pups. So that's the fun bit. Fun. Right? This is the hard-hitting science. Most bats have only one pup a year. 1,500, one. And an extra fun fact for you, I know you love the, uh, what is it, the collective nouns. A group of bats is called a colony or a flock, but one pup a year. And we all know what we think of colonizers. They're great. But but on to the the sexual deviance points for the podcast. So I, I mean, you said they they only make one puppy year. Do you know how that puppy is made? So no, the, the female bat make is basically. One a year. Well, well, the, the the devil's in the details, Saf. Because the female bat is impregnated whilst she's hibernating. If that's not rape, I don't know what bloody is. I mean, you keep on trying to justify animal sex, but g- come on. Come on. That, 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 that's just not on. You can't impregnate a woman whilst she's sleeping. I don't know. I'm not going to speak for you, but... <laughs> But, but, I mean, that is undoubtedly rape. Fruit bats famously enjoy fellatio. And I I was trying to think of a tactful way to engage in some gay bashing, but I'm not going to. I'm just going to state that bats are the most homosexual of any mammal. Take that as you will. I I mean, they, they go the whole spectrum, is what I'm trying to say. So they rape, they... Felatiate. I'm not sure what the word there is. And yeah, yeah. So, would you like to clarify your one pup a year point? Well, that is that is the result. That is the actual fact that they have one pup a year. Everything else is conjecture, and also it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if they enjoy. Fellatio, if they are known to be homosexual, good for them, right? So, mm. like, there's nothing, there's nothing at all incriminating about any of those things. The only thing that is a red flag is the rape. But we've already established that all, um, all uh, creation of the animal kingdom is rape. So, you know, they get a free pass for that. Because well, I, I don't animal. remember us establishing that. When well, did we is, set that ground rule? It, it, it is a fact. Yeah, have you watched Ricky Gervais animals? So, so, so the last time I remember discussing this was anglerfish, when you told me they weren't actually having sex at all because there was just one fish at the end. Yeah, anglerfish is. Yeah, that that's that's yeah that's a phenomena. That is that transcends, uh, you know, sexuality. You well, know, when, when that, two that's almost quote worthy again. Yeah, yeah. I have when a two wall of frames behind me. When two animals, when two literally become one, um, and and, and post coitus, <laughs> there is no separation between the two. Well, that is, you know, you, you, that is a completely different beast altogether. But every other animal, 
no, there is the 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 nuances of consent is limited to humans, right? And Why? Because it is because we are the most evolved of creatures, and even then, it's you, you know, didn't it, say that. You barbarian! We, we, we are the most evolved of all creatures. I'm going to kick you off the are. podcast we, for that. Well, who, who is? You know, you've just spent 20 episodes telling me how great these creatures are. Now you're telling us... Sorry. But you're, you're telling us we're the most evolved of all creatures. What on earth is that meant to mean? We've been evolving four billion years, just like bats. We are, we are at the top of the pyramid. We are the only animals that can discern and choose. Hence, this is the this is the kind of umbrella within which consent falls in. You know. So, um, so, so they, clarify they, they, that we are the only animals which can discern and choose. Yeah, our actions. We're not. We're not slaves to our biological whims. But but most animals choose their mates, correct? Not in a very sophisticated way. It's their their literature. So, so define just... sophisticated. Define sophisticated. Well, we can consciously choose. Um, you know, it's it's. It's when, you know, one would hope when people choose their mate, whether it's marriage or whatever, um, it's a process that factors in lots of things. Um, like? That, like shared values. Uh, sometimes it could, could be like economic resources. It could be academic background, it could be political affiliation, it could be religious background. All of these things are highly nuanced and very sophisticated. If we just went by pheromones or purely looks, I'm sure some people do that, but if that was it, then it would be a very unsophisticated um, quote-unquote choice, which is what the animal kingdom uh, you know, they are, they are kind of, in a sense, trapped by their biological urges. And um, that's why they get a pass. You know, they, 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 they are born, they eat, they reproduce, and then they die. And in some sense, humans are the same. But in another sense, there's a lot more to a human life. There's more possibility. Uh, you know, we're searching for meaning. Um, we find fulfillment in different places. You know, we're the only ones that are doing a podcast. Yeah. So, discussing so... Uh, 2.0 and the, mm. the rationale behind who to bring and who not to bring. You know, if we were animals, like the bigger animal would bonk us on the head with a nut. Just take our place <laughs> can i suggest we we start with that system it's, it's a bit hard now actually on play zoom but i think you can make it a whole lot easier definitely for the royal rumbles but it's just gonna be a three-way brawl from now on so 
look forward to that. It'll make great podcast material. It'll just be grunting. You know, like yeah. when tennis players make when they, when they do the smash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm going to practice, but but yeah. Awesome. Well, I'll leave the, the listeners to take you down for that uh, because you're wrong. But take too long to debate. So on to bats. On to <laughs> bats. Well, aside from being sexual deviants, bats are narcissists. You know, they spend one hour a day grooming, which is a lot more than I spend, as you can probably tell. Uh, and I mean, apart from that, they're mutants. Yeah, you know their order, the Chiroptera, means hand-wing, obviously. If, if you scaled that up to human size, we'd have seven feet long knitting needle fingers, which, I mean, I haven't read Guinness World Records recently, but it reminds me, you know, those nail pictures when they try mm-hmm. and grow world's longest nails? I always mm-hmm. think they're stupid for trying that. And fi- I mean, find a fun record to break. Don't do that. Don't be an idiot really impractical really painful but but bats have gone and done that they're idiots so i mean as you were just saying basically that that i mean in some ways humans are smarter in some ways they're still idiots because they still grow nails that long just for the point of getting a book have you seen jurassic park i have there's a trailer that i watched the other day when I went to watch Batman uh, of the new Jurassic Park. So the new one. Awesome. What was that? Jurassic World Dominion? Is, is that the new one? I'm not sure what it's you called, but it looked, it looks it looked crap. great. It looks crap. <laughs> I mean, they're never going to be able to close that that series out. It had no threat oh, I to think, it. I, I, I think this is the last one. Exactly. So, so uh, what's the point of a conclusion? The, I mean, the, the point well, yeah. of closing out a series is you have a consistent thread line throughout and then you bring it to a close you tie nice bows up neatly everyone lives happily ever after but 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 this is just another jurassic world movie and we've already had those and they're crap so anyway uh, as as you clearly stated you've seen jurassic park and you know what happens in jurassic park the pterodactyls get out what are pterodactyls big bats what do the pterodactyls do eat people what's going to happen if we bring bats to earth 2.0 they're gonna become big bats i.e pterodactyls what are the big bats going to do eat people thanks for joining <laughs> in everyone <laughs> but, but, I mean, uh, they're, they're... i've been there done that said this before bats are a threat to humanity plain and simple right i've got a closing statement um, okay. You know, um, if I was a lawyer and I was representing the bat, this would be my emotional plea to the jury. Oh, what? Impassioned final closing piece. I think it's the first one I've done in the 21 episodes. And um, I will preface this by saying that. If we don't bring bats 
on board the Ark to Earth 2.0, we're looking at, and I quote, complete ecosystem collapse. But only for the people we leave behind. Who cares about that? On Earth 2.0. <laughs> so here's where it all comes together. Bats live almost everywhere in the world, in almost every type of climate. They're yes. also incredibly important for their respective ecosystems, whether it's controlling pest populations, reforesting green spaces, spreading fruit seeds, or providing the organic material which forms the cornerstone of a cave ecosystem. Without bats, very few ecosystems as we know them could sustain themselves. Forests would disappear, farms would be overrun by insects, and even them, and even cities would experience problems as there are urban bats in almost every city in the world. A world without bats, now that's scary. Our health, our environment, our world, it's all connected. Save the bats. Wow. <laughs> I don't think we've ever had a round of applause on the podcast, but, but I definitely deserved it. Okay, here's my closing statement. Bats are ugly birds. They are rats with wings, and soon they'll be pterodactyls as well. To see, because they've got shoddy eyesight, they scream at 110 decibels, which is louder than the rock concert. I don't like rock. When they do so, they close their ears because they can't be bothered to hear their own screaming. They also can't hear you shouting, shut up, because they're really bloody loud. Also, in the Old Testament, God himself said bats are unclean, i.e. bad animals. They don't get a place on the ark for that reason. So if we're being good Christians, and I'm sure we all are on the new ark, bats don't get in. Like, might I add, ferrets, which are the only other animal in that list that we've tried, and they failed. This is divine intervention, Saf. God didn't want ferrets to get on the new ark, so he made the audience vote them off. Plain and simple, same is gonna happen for bats. So well, I'll leave you with two closing points. Yeah. Bats always turn left, exiting a cave. I've already told you I hate left-handed people. Unnatural <laughs> mutants deserve to be annihilated. In Chinese, the word bat is foo. What does foo sound like? Flu. <laughs> what did they cause? Global flu. What can we blame the floor? COVID-19. <laughs> I rest my case. <laughs> well, it'll be up to the audience to decide, wouldn't it? But um, it will. But but Noah did bring every animal, including bats, and no, he didn't. And God created bats, so there you go. I mean, we are definitely going to have to pull up a full inventory for the original Ark sometime. It's been a constant source of debate. Did he have armadillos? Given that they didn't know about armadillos at the time. Did he have bats? Given that they knew already then that bats were evil bastards. Who knows? 
who knows? But as you say, we are going to have to leave it to the wonderful audience to vote. Are you good Christians? Do you like rock music? Yes or no? Do you think Jurassic World will be any good? Definitely not. And and what do you think of the new Batman? Actually, we were talking about this before we started recording. Seth says it's good. I haven't watched it yet. But if you like that, maybe you'll vote for bats. Who knows? Is Batman a bat? Who knows? It's a genetically modified entity and therefore inadmissible to Earth 2.0. Who knows? So, so, so many questions, but let us know whether bats deserve to make it on board. Join us next time when we will be discussing... Drumroll. It's your turn to choose, Saf, I'm sure, because I chose bats. Didn't I choose bats? No, I chose bats. I'm 100% certain of that. Because as you know, I'm writing it down now. I'm so organised. Right. Okay, okay. We'll pick an animal that we haven't... Hmm... Man, this is... <laughs> the irony, I can't think of an animal, dude. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll probably edit this out. If not, enjoy this long, awkward silence, listeners. Join us next week when we'll be discussing another animal, which is, once I've finished stalling for Saf, the other animal will shortly be announced. Please hold. Wolf. Wolf. There you go. When we will be discussing wolves, just so listeners know, we've never had an awkward pause like that before. I promise I haven't edited them out. So. We're going to have to work on that, but join us next week when we will be discussing wolves. Yeah, so we can talk about other superheroes. Wolverine, oh, hate him. Worst superhero ever. But I don't Wolverine think I, has nothing to do with Wolverine wolves. a superhero. He is. Yeah. He, is. he does have wolf in the name. Is, yeah, is there really? one closer? Wolfman. Ooh, ooh, ooh. There's well, definitely there's, be a bad guy called Wolf. There's only Batman and Spider-Man. Animal men. You haven't watched the new Jurassic World. It's going to be all about genetically modified wolf men. So. <laughs> anyway, join us next time when we'll be discussing wolves with a slightly more polished ending. <laughs> Join us then. Ciao. Ciao. I'll see you then. Cheers. <laughs> see you then. <laughs> <laughs>